Happy Monday, September 21st. Welcome to The Three Things I Learned in SaaS Sports Tech at Live Events for this week. We're sticking with Monday. The activities looked all about the same, uh, depending on the week. Sometimes we get 2,000 views on LinkedIn. Sometimes we get 15,000. YouTube's generally pretty low, but we're not worried about that. That's not why we're doing it. Uh, number one for this week, a very important one. Time, when viewed inversely, leads to the number one rep. So we have, like many sales organizations, had a number of reps who are exponentially outselling other reps. You look at the core activity numbers and it doesn't look like they're doing that much different. Even when you look at the activities, it doesn't look like they're doing that much different. But when you really dig in and see, you'll learn that the great reps view their time inversely. The reps who are mediocre are the ones who come in and say, I have to do eight meetings a week or 400 calls or 300 emails or whatever it is. But the ones who are exceptional, they come in and say, well, in this week, I'm really only gonna be able to have this many activities done. So every single one needs to count. And what was really fascinating was when we ran the reports on these reps, they never ran their activity numbers. The mediocre ones did. Every day they needed to see, did I get 100 done or 150 done or did I get one more done than she or he? It wasn't a focus on quality. Once they focused on quality, they started relentlessly eliminating busy work. They started focusing on things that would lead to deals being done. I learned this lesson the hard way uh, back in college. I wasn't the greatest athlete on the team. I stayed on the court because I worked really hard. So there were four or five of us who would stay after practice and work out in the gym. And one day, and sometimes we would go to practice and they wouldn't tell us we were going to the gym that day. And they would tell us at practice and I would pout because I was a kid. And I realized when I was there, I was just doing it to get it done, even though I was already going to be there anyways and do it myself. And once that quality turns, you start getting number one reps. So that's the number one thing we learned this week. Time, when viewed inversely, is of infinite value. Number two for this week, and we learned this uh, from somebody that I follow pretty regularly out in the desert. Why use destruction when distraction works better? If I were Satan, I wouldn't destroy the church with big bombs. I would distract them with two or three things that they disagree on. So they didn't pay attention to the hundreds of things that they do agree on. Little bombs over and over, as opposed to the big destructive ones that might galvanize a team. That's frightening. We've seen that very regularly in our business. If the small things are what tear us apart, maybe we put too much focus on the big things. And with coronavirus taking, uh, taking place right now with this pandemic, we are starting to see that. We have these major problems, but people are still seeing staff that are, you know, maybe not as engaged as they need to be, or maybe looking at doing other things, or maybe just down. You know, they don't have the, the same kind of drive that you would hope that they would have in this kind of circumstance. And what we found when we talk to our team that leaves, it's always the little things. It's always the little bombs. It's always the little intricate differences that matter. Because, you know, Bob Hamer put on Twitter this week, as a leader, what's your biggest challenge? And the biggest challenge for us is communication. Everybody has a different narrative for why they work with a business, why they work with a leader. And those narratives are all very unique. They're intricate and they're to themselves. And if you don't pay attention to the little things in those narratives, those are the things that eventually lead people to feel like maybe they're not being paid attention to. Maybe this isn't the place for them. Maybe this isn't the kind of deal you wanna be working on. Maybe this isn't the kind of partner that you should have. We all pay so much attention to the big things, as we should, that the little things, the real poisonous things, which are killing us every day, are the things that will really hurt us. So, you know, we learned that we really need to refocus, especially now as we're all so focused on these just massive changes that are happening around us. The little bombs are the ones that kill, especially when it comes to your all-stars. So that's number two. And finally three, and this one is a sensitive one. Find somebody who cares about you enough to tell you no. We've been in the entrepreneurship game for quite a while. 
Uh, we do have people that come to us with their business ideas. It's very humbling. Uh, nowhere close to as much as VCs or investors where people should be going. But when we say no, it's a tightrope because you know that people aren't going to take that well. It's very personal to them. So let me give you a couple of examples. Number one, in our social circle, we had somebody who borrowed $500,000 to start a business. They don't live in our city anymore. But it went terribly wrong. And really, I was the only one who said, hey, I think this is a really bad idea. You shouldn't do this. And, and we would hang out as friends and everybody would just build them up and build them up and build them up. And then they would leave and everybody would say, oh, this is terrible. What a disaster. I'd say, but we're, we're their friends. This is a half a million dollars. Somebody please speak up. Nine months later, it was gone. Uh, industry specific, uh, went on location, got going. I met with John, a great guy, very open to new ideas, very successful at what he did there. In the first year, there was a group of people there who were some of the generals that we met with. And we didn't have any skin in this game. They were asking us, you know, with a lot of corporate customers that we have, what do we think about their value prop? And we said, well, how are you, how are you gonna take the market? I mean, inventory pricing, we assume that these are the things you're gonna do. And the answer was no. Hyper premium brand, and we're eventually gonna go out and kill Prime Sport. And, you know, we had nothing in the game, so we, we voiced our opinion. We said, well, I don't think that's going to work. Sam knows what he's doing. Sam Sony's been around a long time. Prime Sport is a good business. And John and his team were very open to these ideas, but there were some generals who weren't, and they got really angry in the meeting. And it was one of those things where I'm sure if you talk to some of those people now, then they're long gone from there, and they weren't part of the successful exit. John was obviously always open to these ideas. They probably wouldn't say very positive things about us. It's hard to say no. Find people in your life and we're gonna to continue to do the same. Who care about us enough to say no? That's, that's what we're really looking for. So that's the three things for this week. We'll catch everybody next week.